0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's up Leanti. So uh, you've got the uh, the stats mistress, the uh, the, the Leanti herself. Um, I'm reliably informed there's going to be uh, running games, TV and movies. Sounds fascinating. Um, yeah, this one's got a video. So if you're not checking us out on YouTube, now's a good time to jump over there and check us out. Why there? click the uh, subscribe button, click for the notifications and then run and tell all your friends and family what you just did and tell them to do the same. So here we go, this is CookieCast, Up ante.
1: As people Can you hear me. I'm just getting set up. Let's get the camera on. Camera is rolling. Microphone is on. let to get seated back in the chair, ready to begin. Need a drink. I should have probably done that before I switched everything on. Poor planning. Sorry. Okay hello people so this week uh, upping the liante um, by recording for two weeks running rather than it being a fortnight apart um, I felt, felt like last week's podcast was a little bit um, like I wasn't engaged I wasn't really talking about my content as I should have been I felt like I was just reading from a list and reciting things um, so I thought if I did it, if I did another, well, if I recorded the podcast weekly, then I'd have better memory of the things I was trying to talk about and less to talk about all in one go. So hopefully um, this works a little bit better. It means the podcast should be a little bit shorter, um, but we'll see how it goes. So thank you for tuning back in for another week. This is podcast number five, I think. Um, we are sat here, the sun was shining but it is absolutely freezing, very cold the last couple of days. Been sat with two jumpers on most of the day but I had to take my additional layer off to record this. Didn't want to be too warm and um don't know if anybody has noticed, for those of you watching that, I always have an animal print on so uh, it was necessary to take my jumper off so that you could see today's animal print. Um, so. Where are we? Week 8 into lockdown, uh, starting to lose track, I think. We've had the announcement from Boris on Sunday, sort of relaxing some of the lockdown rules, saying those people that are can't work from home um, are able to try and start returning to work as long as they don't use public transport to do so. Um, we're now allowed, or as of tomorrow, we will be allowed to exercise as many times as we want to during the day. We're not restricted to one once per day. Um, you can also travel to other locations to exercise, I believe, or um, even just to enjoy the outside. You can travel to a beach, you can enjoy picnics and outside sports uh, in parks and things. As long as you're only with the members of your household or one other person or one person from another household, but as long as you maintain the social distancing of two meters. Um, so a few relaxations on the rules. There's talks of schools returning from 1st of June or some year groups within schools. I think they are working through what that actually means in terms of practicalities and I even saw reference to um, nurseries being able to return from the 1st of June as well so waiting to see what that might mean. Um, if we're able to get the baby back into nursery then that would mean that I could work a couple more days a week um, which would sort of completely change things for me, um, change the dynamic of lockdown. Um, so that's where we're at. Um, in terms of running we have not had a good week. We've had a very bad week, in fact. So, the last run I did, prior to the last podcast, I, in fact, it wasn't a good one. I'd done my 5k and then I'd gone out on the Monday, a week last Monday, um, and I'd managed to run a mile or so and then felt that I had, had to stop and the vet called and all those sort of things. I'd already stopped before the vet had called, so... Um, I guess it was just lucky that, um, that I'd already intended to stop before the vet called. So I then went back out on. Didn't get to go out on Wednesday. Um, I had an early morning meeting, it's my working day. I had a meeting from 8 o'clock which actually ended up being cancelled so I could have gone but I didn't. Um, so I went on Thursday instead when the baby had her nap and I took my route towards town. Uh, So I ran two miles without stopping. I ran towards town. um, And there was a route that I could basically come back, which would be two miles, or the route that I decided to take would essentially be three miles back home. I hadn't stopped at the point that I decided that I was going to go the three-mile route, um, set off along there. But I was struggling really badly. I had a horrible... I want to call it like a stitch, but it wasn't your standard sort of stitch down in your tummy area where it pulls or hurts. This was right in my ribs, um, and it just felt like the muscle had really tightened, um, so I wasn't able to take a deep breath. Um, So a long stretch, maybe half a mile or so, I was shallow breathing, um, very uncomfortable, and I was running along, I had my hands out like this. of trying to open up my chest in order to take a deep breath but this muscle was just so tight that I couldn't. Um, I was incredibly uncomfortable and made it very difficult to run. Suddenly at some point it relaxed and I was just able to take a big gasp and felt better for it, obviously, but I think the duration that I'd run whilst trying to cope with that and shallow breathing it just sapped all of my energy um, I just had nothing um, so I'd gone to stop and I thought, no, don't stop don't stop, keep pushing, so I kept pushing a little bit further, and we're talking sort of like, I don't know, probably 0.1, maybe a quarter of a mile um, and I was, I was suddenly like, no, I need to stop um, so I managed to run just over two miles and I was already on this route, the three mile route back home and um, so I just ran and walked and ran and walked all the way back until I made it home. So I was out an hour. I was actually, although I'd only run the two miles solidly, I was, I was happy to have covered all the distance. Uh, it took me an hour to do five miles and get back home. Um, very, yeah, very pleased actually to have to have covered that increased distance even though it was run and walking to get back. Um, I'd also been challenged with the 5k um, I think I'd mentioned on the last podcast excuse me something going around on Facebook and challenge people to do 5k donate money to the NHS and then nominate somebody else to do it. I'd received that challenge a couple of days prior and um, used that as my completion. Uh, so I sent a picture of the route that I completed to my friend that nominated me just to let them know that I'd done it um, I felt bad that I didn't run the 5k but I've covered the distance so, so be it, I did it so that was my first run of this last week I've actually done four runs over this last week um, I'll explain why as we go on um, so run two I went on Saturday I managed to run a mile and then give up. There's just something, my legs, the pain in my legs is just unbearable and I probably need to run far enough to run through it that it then becomes comfortable, but trying to get to that point at the moment is just, it's too much, I feel like, I feel like I did my 5K and then suddenly everything's just unraveled and I've just gone completely backwards almost to the beginning and it's like I achieved that initial goal and then I've just lost that incentive almost to run through the pain and keep going. Um, because I feel like my next goal, whatever that might be, four miles say, um, is almost unachievable. So I, I, need to find, I need to find a new balance. Um, so I went out on Saturday, run a mile, and then basically walked a mile back home. I was just really frustrated, just completely fed up with the whole process. Um, I keep questioning when will it get easier? When will when will when will I be able to run like I used to be able to? Maybe I'm just old now. Um then it'll never be the same. It'll always be uncomfortable. Um so I decided at that point I needed a new plan. I feel like that's been my motto every week almost. I need a new plan because things aren't going the way that I would like them to. Um so my new plan which I implemented as of yesterday. In fact, I had two options. Either I needed to run less, so only maybe run twice a week so that my legs had more recovery time and I had that energy and strength in my legs to be able to try and do the longer distances, which seemed almost counterproductive to reduce the number of runs I was doing, but it was an option. Or I could drop down my distance and increase the number of runs i was doing to try and build up the strength so i've opted to do that so i my plan is currently to run a mile or thereabouts whatever i can feel i can manage on that particular day um, but do it every day i've also then thrown joe wicks back in the mix um, i felt like not doing joe wicks i wasn't good it's part became part of um mining the baby's routine doing it on a morning Um, So we have introduced that back in, do Joe Wicks in the morning and then I aim to go out for my run when the baby has a nap, but I'm only gone for as long as it takes me to do a mile or so. Um, So yesterday went out and did that, did my mile. In fact I don't think I even did a mile, I was struggling with that one. This leg pain. Um, If anybody knows what it is, how to fix it, do let me know. That'd be great. I feel like when I'm, I'm in the shower I'm massaging down my legs and it just feels it's just like bruised and popping all the way down and I don't know if it's just the muscles readjusting or what um, but something needs maybe they need a massage um, maybe I need reflexology which is something that I used to have done quite regularly it really helped with my feet and pains that I got um, but I haven't had that done since pre-pregnancy um, can't have reflexology when you're pregnant um, and then just haven't had the or made the time to do it since Um, anyway what was I saying yesterday I didn't quite make the mile Um, I I think I did about 0.8 of a mile which is just terrible Um, and it probably took me a mile to walk back home after that it's just, it's not acceptable I totally understand that Um, and that's that's probably by anyone's standards, not just mine and the pressure that I put on myself. Um, so that was yesterday, and then today I've been out and I managed to run my mile. Um, as soon as I got to the mile, I was like, stop dead. I didn't do my two and a half minute walk this morning. I left the house and I just set off running. Um, so immediately I had to run up a slight incline, which threw my breathing out from the get-go. But I managed to make it round the mile. Um, only go in a short loop around the block. Not, I didn't set off um, sort of on a two or three mile loop only intending to run a mile but I'll just keep it local and then it's easy to get back home. Um, I also tied in today's run with a uh, need to stop at the shop for some bread. Um, so I took my bank card with me and just ran the mile, walked up to the shop, popped in for essentials of bread and chocolate obviously Um, and then back home I thought if i have been out for my run I didn't want to have to be thinking about going back out to the shop Um, again even though I think that's probably allowable given that bread is considered an essential item Um, but i take that all in and then back home so that is my new plan Um, it's still painful but I'm just hoping that at some point my legs will build up enough strength that they'll become accustomed to running every day so that then when I decide to drop it down to back to three times a week a longer distance I'll have that strength there to keep going and find it easier maybe? Will it ever become easier? Doesn't feel like it at the moment but I am not easily beaten No, I'm not. I'm not. I am quite determined Um, the 10 mile is still my goal Um, whether that's allowed or not we we don't know at this point whether it'll be i'm not sure how they could maintain social distancing in a organized running event but i think the was the marathon organized for october the london marathon i'm talking um so who knows um even if it doesn't go ahead it doesn't mean that i shouldn't still have this goal in mind um Something else I was going to mention, when I was on Facebook yesterday, I had a five-year reminder of a photo or a couple of photos, and it was of the Leeds Half Marathon that I took part in. Um, this is something I mentioned before, um, that my mum was supposed to participate in with me, but she had to pull out because she damaged her toe, couldn't wear her trainers, and I ended up having to train myself, and it was the longest distance that I ever ended up running that I trained for by myself, and realised that... I could actually run these longer distances on my own Um, but just thinking back to that day there's the Leeds half marathon I've probably covered this before I feel like I have um, it is tough going there's quite a lot of uphill um, and there's quite a long stretch alongside a main road when you're out there on your own and you're just running alongside a main road that's been closed off to traffic it was just quite barren as I call it, and so sort of not a lot to look at, not a lot going on, even when there's music and entertainment and people outside the house and cheering you on. There was none of that along here. it was just you just dead um it that was a tough, tough route, and it's not something I can ever imagine having the courage to enter again. It's one of those where, in my mind, I would like to think that I would, but uh it'd just be. I like to think that I would enter it again just so you can relive it and remember how bad it was and if you think was it really as bad as I remember it but it was so much was uphill there was you know, you're running through a housing estate or a housed area anyway and you run up a hill and you'd be thinking I've just got to get to the top of this hill I can see the end in sight it's just there but then you'd turn that corner and it would be another housed street but it would go uphill again and it was just the fact that the corner made you think you'd reach the top and you hadn't um and then inevitably once you had finished getting to the top of all those hills there was a very steep downhill and that was just killer on the calves you're sort of trying to steady yourself so you're not going too fast to run downhill but the pain pain's excruciating um and then the main the main road section that i was just talking about that was kind of on an incline upwards um that it was a horrible route, but I did it and that was the fastest I've done a timed half marathon. I've only done two, to be fair. but um, That was a two hours, eight minutes for me, which was that was good. I was pleased with that, really happy. Um, and just the last stretch, I could just see that finishing line. Um, I think I'd started to go cold in the last mile or so. I'd had a jacket with me, which I'd taken off. And I think in that last mile I'd maybe had to, I was either thinking about putting it on or had put it on. But I think my body had just started to shut down. So I finished crossing that finishing line. Um, and then seeing my mum who had gone with me, travelled with me to a, sort of wait for me and just floods of tears and just couldn't believe that I'd got some, through something that felt so excruciating at the time and to have achieved it on my own. Um but yes, I had the reminder that that was five years ago and it seems like to have been in that running position only five years ago, but at the same time five years ago feels like a huge amount of time. It's like another lifetime ago. Certainly not in that place now. Okay, so um I've got my new regime, um my daily runs, um Daily Joe Wicks. I tried to throw in some yoga as well because I was thinking back and I did yoga up until I fell pregnant. Um, I was doing hot yoga at the time and then had to stop because um, you shouldn't do hot yoga, the heat, sort so when you're pregnant. Um, so all of that stopped. I went on to do pregnancy yoga, but it's not quite in the same vein. Um, but I was thinking about my running and what's different, what's harder. And there's the obvious stuff that I've been through about, obviously I've got more weight on me. I've had a baby, and my body's changed and all that stuff. Um, but I was also doing yoga regularly. Um, Ashtanga yoga. I've never quite realised how how fit or... Um, I'm not sure flexible is necessarily the right word but just the strength it actually gave me I didn't realise how much I took that for granted at the time Um, so I'm trying to reintroduce a little bit of yoga and I'm trying to do some of the old ashtanga moves like the vinyasa that you do as part of an ashtanga flow and it's just, it's so hard and I think I was doing that at least once a week Um, sometimes I did it twice and then I shifted over to heart yoga for a while I um, can't remember if I was doing both at the same time um, there must have been a bit of an overlap when I was doing both but just trying to do a couple of the moves I've, I've tried adding it onto the end of Joe Wiggs as a bit of a stretch um, and I'm hoping to build it up at some point and I think there's no doubt that that probably gave me a lot of strength for running I didn't realise that's where it came from. Um, so maybe, all right. I feel like I've kept saying I needed a new plan, and maybe I've just not given each of my previous plans enough time to embed to see how it pans out and if things get better. But I also think you need to adapt to the situation and find things aren't working, then you need to change it. Um, so let's see if all these things together starts to work. I don't plan to run seven days a week. Um, It should only be five, Um, so I will report back assuming that I'm now doing this weekly, I will report back next week. Obviously for you this won't go, excuse me, this won't go live until um, next Monday, but it makes no difference to you because you're still hearing it a week apart. So let's see, watch this space, see what happens. Right, so I've covered my run, I've covered the exercises and Joe Wicks. Um, what have I been watching this week? Uh, so, watched a couple of films. Um, one with Cookie, one without um, this week. So, the one we watched together was on Saturday. We watched Star Wars Rise of the Skywalker. Um, I have to say, this isn't necessarily something I was that bothered about watching. And I was trying to think back to the previous Star Wars films, um, the more recent for you. I must admit that I'm confused by the storylines. I'm not sure where they all fit in. I wasn't sure how um, Rogue One and Solo fit into those. If they did and I found out after they didn't they were sort of the standalone movies. Sorry listeners. I was just having another drink. Um, yeah, so I was trying to think back to what had happened in the previous film. Um, it was the one with Mark Hamill, and he died towards the end of the last film. Um, but then he sort of uh, used the force to travel, as sort of in the ghost image form. Um, and it had Carrie Fisher in as a general, sort of at the resistance. Um, I think that was the film she was filming when she actually passed away um, so this the latest installment Rise of the Skywalker still had Mark Hamill in um, in a ghost form and Carrie Fisher um, I don't know if the, how they did that actually um, the storyline was okay there's some unnecessary what I felt unnecessary we've got two moths in here this evening I've got one on either side coming for me um some of the Yeah, some of the script in it was just unnecessary and just sat there watching like, oh, come on, get on with the storyline sort of thing. Um I ended up I didn't think it was too bad. It was perfectly watchable. Um The the fight of the resistance carries on, um Emperor Palpatine is back from the dead, uh, he's trying to pass the um, power of the Sith onto uh Rey, um, as Rey is a member of the Resistance and wanted to fight the good fight. Um, there are a few twists and turns along the way, a few plot twists. Um, I won't throw any spoilers out there. Um, thought somebody was dead at one point. You think, oh god, that was a brave move, but... Um, yeah, twists and turns along the way. I quite enjoyed it. It wasn't horrendous. I wouldn't be in a hurry to watch it again soon. Um, as I say, my, my memory of these films, it's it's very sketchy. Um, these sorts of things don't sink in with me. Uh, if they don't stay with me, it probably means that I didn't enjoy it. Um, I'm even struggling to think now what actually happened in it. Um, but it was. <laughs> having said all that, it was it was watchable. So if you have seen the others, then yes, you should definitely go and watch it. If you haven't, then you should probably watch the three original Star Wars films, um, and leave it at that. Don't need to go any further. Um, yeah, let's let's leave that. Should I give it a rating? I'd probably give it uh, seven out of ten. Maybe I should introduce this going forward, a rating for each of the films. It gives you... Because I'm, I feel like I just keep saying, oh, it was okay, it was watchable. It was like, and you need a gauge as to whether that means... what that means on my scale. So there, yeah. Six or seven out of ten, I think. Um, then watched another film on Sunday evening. Cook and I watched separate films. He did not want to watch the film I had chosen to watch. Uh, I think he saw it when it came out of the cinema, and didn't have a good opinion of it at all wasn't prepared to give it another chance but it's a film that I've been saying on this podcast that I wanted to watch, needed to watch Um, so it was Godzilla, King of Monsters watched it on Sky Um, thank you to the Haydens for that Um, and that I thoroughly enjoyed the storyline the storyline is sketchy Um, it reminded me a lot of another film what is the film? I think it was 2020 or something. It was a, an apocalyptic film. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but the storyline reminded me of the start of that. Um, there is a separated family, a husband in one location, um, a, a wife, or an ex wife, and their daughter in a different location. Um, and you go on to realise that they, both parents have been scientists, they're part of a. a a team um, called Monarch in the film um, and they deal with the the rise of the Titans as the monsters from Godzilla are referred to um, but they're sort of on separate sides at this point in time they've obviously separated having had a tragic event at the last catastrophic event that Godzilla had caused so they'd been an attack on San Francisco um, they'd ended up uh, suffering a tragic event and then going their separate ways it seemed. Um, the The mother and the daughter who was, um, oh what's her name? Um, Millie, is it Millie Bobby Brown? I got that confused with some other name. Um, the, the Eleven from Stranger Things for those of you that are familiar with it. Um, her mother was, oh what's her name? Something Farmingo she's got a funny name, Uh, she is the mother in the TV series of Psycho um, which is also called something else, god my memory is terrible this is a problem, I blame this on having had a baby, my memory is just shot to pieces, I don't remember anything Um, in fact I've probably said that already on a podcast and now I don't remember that I do have a recollection that I've already mentioned this bad memory I don't even know what I was saying now um so a bit of a dodgy storyline. Um Godzilla I think hadn't been seen for five years at this point in time. Um but they I don't want to sort of give the whole storyline away, it's quite an old film, people have obviously probably seen it by now if they wanted to. Um they have the scientists have found a way to communicate using sort of like a sonar, a sound system to communicate with the monsters um, and it starts to make things go a little bit haywire. Sorry, another drink. Very dry this evening. Um, And all the monsters basically start to rise up. The titans, I just call them by what they refer to in the film. Um, So... Main titans that have arisen in the film are the Godzilla. Obviously, we have Mothra, um, we have King Ghidorah, and then there is another creature which I actually don't know the name of. Um, it's a giant winged bat potentially. Then um, they're the main titans monsters in the film, um, and I just like a monster film. I don't know what it is, but I just really enjoy it. A monster film. So I I watched this film and I said to Cookie, I really enjoyed that. And he's like, really? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, why? And I said, well, there's monsters in it. There's, like, fighting. And he was like... But you don't see any monsters. And you don't actually see them fighting. And I can understand what he's saying, because there are lots of... Or a number of fight scenes in the film. But you don't necessarily always see what's going on. A lot of it's behind smoke, almost. And... um clouds sort of the, they have ways of hiding what's actually going on presumably sort of to reduce the production for the film but uh, I just enjoyed it I I liked the it was watchable <laughs> that just seems to be my phrase it was perfectly watchable for me but on an enjoyable level um, it didn't have a brilliant storyline but it had one that worked for the film there were a Maybe a couple of plot holes. Um, the way in which they need to give Godzilla a bit of an energy boost. I mean, essentially, could have killed him. Um, destroy, destroyed his home, sort of the place that you go to to rest. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know what you expect from. Uh, a film that contains a number of giant monsters. Um, I enjoyed it. It was good. Uh, so that for me is a solid sort of 8 out of 10. Um, up above the the 6 or the 7 that I'm giving Rise of the Skywalker. That probably puts Rise of the Skywalker at a 6. Because there was a clear differential between my enjoyment levels. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for a good monster on monster action fight. Godzilla, King of Monsters. Go watch it. Um, There is another (laughs) film. I had two choices of films to watch on Sunday. And my other one that I've been wanting to watch this week is Gone in 60 Seconds. Now, that is an old film. um, But there's a reason that it's come back round to the foreground in terms of wanting to watch it. And that is some mention of Nicolas Cage over the last week or so. Um, Nicolas Cage has apparently been... Named as the person that will play Joe Exotic in uh, the Tiger King movie. I have no idea what the actual storyline for this film is. I don't know if it's following the documentary somehow or if it'll just be the rise of Joe Exotic in terms of the creation of his zoo and so forth, probably his downfall as well in the same breath. Um, but Nicolas Cage has been named to play him. Now I'm I'm not swayed either way. Do I think there's a good thing or a bad thing? I'm not sure if it's a fit or not. I would just be happy to watch it and see whether it pans out. But the fact there was um, this brought up a conversation um, on Facebook uh, with Cookie and Laura, his sister, um, a little backwards and forwards, and somebody else um, that I didn't think were a particular fan of Nicolas Cage. Um, there ended up being a GIF on Facebook and it just showed this, um, which is a snippet from Gone in 60 Seconds and it is one of my favourite <laughs> Nicolas Cage things to do, um, or to show Cookie. Um, it comes up at various points for whatever reason. <laughs> um, so that was the GIF that I saw on Facebook in relation to this conversation and it made me want to watch Gone in 60 Seconds. Um, it's also got an absolute classic line which I'll never forget in that two Rogers don't make a right. Um, I believe that is a line from the film Um I'll be able to refresh my memories on all these classic um, snippets um, when I actually watch it. So my plan is to watch that in the near future. I've, um, I looked on all the streaming channels, it wasn't available for streaming for free. Um, I went and had a quick look through Cookies DVDs and found it there and it just reminded me there's a reason why we hang on to these movies because when a time arises when you're desperate to watch an old film and it's not available on the internet or live uh, streaming or whatever, um, then you can always go back to the DVDs. So we've got it there. Uh, So that's on the agenda to watch in the near future. on TV I've still been watching Gangs of London I've only just managed to finish episode 3 as of last night Um, there's another fairly brutal fight Um, there's a guy in it um, Elliot he's called Um, he's an. should I say this? Spoilers you're probably already watching it if you're interested undercover policeman um, working for the Wallaces in the series they're the sort of bosses if you like of the gangs um, and he just gets involved in the most brutal fights he's had a couple so far three or four maybe and it's just like absolutely getting pummeled to almost death I um, think this guy had an axe they'd already had a bit of a gunfight, fight um, and then he was fighting against him with an axe and a knife sort of trying to fend off these attacks against him, ends up going through a wall um, but he already had a couple of episodes ago, maybe the second one um, he'd already had a similar fight with another guy one on one in a room, um, in a small flat Um, there was some weapon involved in that, I can't remember what that was but he manages to prevent substantial injury somehow Um, he's either very well um, practiced in these fights I he's had a lot of fights in his lifetime, or he's just—is it that survival instinct? He he's in a situation where he's going to end up dead if he doesn't kill the other person first, so it just drives him on. Obviously, I know it's not real. Um, they're very well choreographed, though, in terms of the fight setup because it looks real. Uh, it looks good. Um, so still plugging away at that. I've had. Um, comment on my previous podcast from Bob Davies Uh, if you're watching, big shout out to Bob Um, you know who you are Um, telling me to stick with it which I will do, I will keep watching Um, once I've started I usually see something through to the end, even just to say that it's finished, Um, but it is a bit of a it's a long slog, I always end up or tend to end up watching the episodes in two halves um, just 30 minutes at a time Um, it's just easier for me to digest I um, haven't been watching any other series this week. I feel like I've not had time. I've had two evenings of movies. Um, last Tuesday I recorded the podcast and then I was working the rest of the evening. Last Wednesday I had a call with my friends um, and then we did oh, we did a quiz on the call. We finished a quiz we'd started the previous week. Um, once we'd finished the quiz a couple of people dropped off and a few of us kept chatting, so that was Wednesday evening. Thursday evening I probably had time to do something, I don't know what I was watching, probably some nonsense. Um, or maybe finishing off the Sintoya Brown documentary. Friday we had a group call um, with some of the same friends, but a different group of us playing cards against humanity. Um, we didn't start that until 8 o'clock UK time, but a friend's guy is in Mauritius, and that's three hours ahead. So we played for two hours, and it got to 1am for her, and we sort of called it quits. Um, if if anybody's struggling to find entertainment, to sort of keep yourselves busy, you've done the quizzes, or you feel a bit, I don't know, quizzed out, whatever, Cards Against Humanity, I mean, to be able to laugh... Cookie and I were talking about this, to be able to laugh as much as we do when we play that is just it's just amazing. It's such an amazing feeling. Just to have that level of entertainment and humour when you're essentially all in separate locations. Um, we just play it through an online portal. Play.io or something I think it's called. Um, set up a call. It's not even a video call. We just hear each other. Um, but just the the laughter just kept flowing. It was a really good evening we penciled in again to play on friday um which is actually has his birthday um the big three o. shout out has um probably won't thank me for having called out a birthday and her age um too late because by the time this is airing it'll have already happened um so yeah we we penciled in we were pending what Boris might say as to whether she was in a position to make any other arrangements and if not we said we would pencil in to play Cards Against Humanity again Um, so she had a backup plan and at least guaranteed laughter on her birthday Um, I will be calling by one evening this week um, just to drop off a gift as well Uh, just a little bit of something if you can't go out then I guess you have to have a bit of a night in brought to you So, I will be doing that later this week. Um, But yes, play Cards Against Humanity if you're looking for something. (laughs) Obviously, you need to have that sense of humour where you find these things funny. It is dark. It is dark and it is not politically correct or... um, Yeah, Yeah, there's no way around that. It's not PC in the slightest. Um, If you don't find those things funny, then it's probably not the game for you and don't listen to me don't play it because i don't want any complaints um if you can take those things with the humor intended then it's a good entertainment um that covers the rest of the stuff in the week oh i think i was saying that i hadn't had much time to watch an awful lot cuz that filled up the week uh so that was friday evening saturday evening we watched the star wars movie sunday evening we watched godzilla and then last night um i Just watched half of Gangs of London um, whilst having my tea. Did I do anything else? feels like I would have done more, but I don't know. Maybe not. I think the baby was on a bit of a... She wasn't settling as well last night. Uh, She slept for sort of an hour or so and then woke up a couple of times. Cookie was trying to do his podcast. Guaranteed, Cookie podcast night, the baby does not settle or sleep well. Um... I, On the other hand, I do my podcast and we have minimal issues. It's just the way it goes. Uh, there's always something against it. Another um, thing just to quickly touch on then is the games I've been playing. I'm still on Animal Crossing. I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't want to just moan about a game that I'm still continuing to play. It... Oh, oh yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it. But yeah, I'm still plugging away. still keep checking in on it every couple of days. I have also played, um, I sat down one evening to play Animal Crossing to check in, to do what I needed to do for that day um, and Mario Party was in the Switch but I'd already sat down, uh, I didn't want to have to get up and change it so I actually sat down and played Mario Party as a one player um, quite entertaining for a sort of 40 minutes play Um, it was, uh, I was playing through things where you actually Using the controller, and it's motion detected, so there was a lot of movement. Um, I had to do some marching, I had to do some window washing. Um, I also played on a on a section where I was in a uh, like in rapids in an inflatable boat. Uh, so I was having to use the controller. I was on the right hand side of the boat, my character was, so I was having to use the controller to um, actually. Dip the ore in and out of the water. Um am trying to control it to avoid various obstacles, but also pop balloons to take you into mini games, and then yeah, lots of motion-activated stuff. So my arm ached actually the day after. Not only getting movement in one arm because I don't play left-handed, obviously, um, but that was that was interesting, um, and that's what I was doing last night. I ended up playing Mario Rabbids uh, just to see what that was like and that is... I'm not sure what I was expecting from that. I didn't really know what the game was but it's a little bit of a... It reminded me of Worms in in some respects. It's a little um, sort of strategy game where you're trying to take down targets on the other team. Um, Your players are hidden behind blocks or um, sort of structures in the environment um you get to you get to move your character and then take a shot at somebody on the other team or you can take a shot and then move your character sort of to try and remain hidden um obviously if you're hidden behind something there's less um less chance that the enemy is going to be able to hit you full on and take you take you out essentially um You've got three people on a team, you all get a go before it then switches to the opposing side. Um, you collect new guns along the way, um, and ultimately you're working your way from A to B at the same time. So you're trying to work your way through a level and take the other team out. Um, not what I was expecting at all, but quite enjoyable. Uh, play through a couple of levels of that. I will. Cookie was saying, now that I've played it, where well, am I likely to put it back on, now that I know what it is, but I, I enjoyed it, actually. Um, so it will be one to rotate in there. It's not a it's not a main game. You, you're not going to invest your time in trying to complete it, but it's certainly something to keep on the sideline. So, as I keep saying, I need to return to the Zelda, um, the other Zelda game, um, to really invest my time in. But... I keep saying that and still haven't. So it'll happen at some point, but who knows when. Uh, so that's it on the game stuff. Um, and that's it for my list. I just wrote one side of notes. Tried not to be too prescriptive in my notes. Because I end up trying to think. I was like, oh, what do I want to cover? Because whilst I'm talking, I end up forgetting stuff that I actually want to say. And then I finished the podcast and it's like, oh, I didn't say that. So I tried to just write a few words down um, as prompts to keep me on track, but make sure I cover the things I want to say. So that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Don't know how long that's been. Hopefully it's shorter um, if I'm going to be doing it weekly and keep everybody tuned in. Um, Come back next week, see whether my new running plan has actually had the desired effect. Um, I don't know what the desired effect is. I'm not expecting to get to the end of the week and feel like my runs have been brilliant because my legs are gonna be knackered I'll have been running every day even though it's a shorter distance and um, I'll have been doing Joe Wicks so at the end of the week I expect to feel completely drained um, so I'm not sure what I'll be saying this time next week apart from continuing for another week to to then get to the point where I'm feeling stronger and fitter we'll see, we'll see what happens um, Okay, well thank you for tuning in and I will be back again with you soon. Enjoy your week and if you, well, you'll be listening to this on reflection but hopefully start to enjoy some of those easing of the lockdown rules. Um, Just be sensible and let's all abide by those rules. Still stay at home where possible whilst taking advantage of being able to see people but maintaining social distances just to try and avoid that second wave. Um, and then we'll all be able to spend more time with our families again in the future Okay, guys, speak to you all soon, bye bye
0: so there you go, what do you think of that? good, good, good YouTube watchers, make sure you YouTube subscribers, like, share, comment, um, then tell everybody you know, them, hold them at gunpoint, get them to do the same, um, yeah, everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there, send us a whole variety of love, whether it's social media or email based, um, or take a picture of yourself looking at the website and send it to us, how about that? there you go that one that's this one done until next week and next time i'm going to say bye and i'll see you then